Sunday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Excalibros. Yay! 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 So I, I don't know how to. I don't know how excited I can. I can get anymore um, with my yays because it's not working. You're never really that yeah. excited, but at least it gave me some options, so now I can edit which one I like best. <laughs> I am excited. It's just I just I don't I don't know. I blame I blame my English upbringing. <sighs> For not, for not letting me show emotion. Um, I'm excited too because it's a very special es- uh, episode. We have a, a guest on. Uh, we've been trying to schedule this for a while, but we have Alvaro Lopez on the line with us, uh, Inker from uh, Exiles. Hello, it's Calibrarians. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See, that's, that's, the, that's the right level of excitement. I know. Dan, you can learn a lot from him. Um, I already have. I'm making notes. <laughs> uh, it's so good to be here. Uh, thank you for inviting me. And, and I feel right now I feel like a kid because I've been listening to your podcast and, and now I'm listening to it and talking to you. <laughs> well, we're really excited to have you here. Yeah, it's a massive pleasure to have you on. It's, it's you're our first super special guest, uh, and and no. you're, you're part of you're part of Exiles, so it's even more awesomely special. So. There we go. Yeah, we've been trying to get this together for a little while, and just to give our, our listeners a little uh, behind-the-scenes uh, info, we're all in three very different time zones, so this has been kind of tricky to schedule, but uh, which makes it even more like satisfying now that we're all here. And um, you know, Alvaro, we've we've spoken a little bit on, on Twitter, and you know. Uh, been listening to the show how excited we are about this book so we're just super thrilled to talk to talk to you and get you know insights and just geek out over your artwork so uh, we really appreciate it yo i'm thrilled to be here yeah thank you all right so um why don't we tuck in so to speak uh alvaro i think uh i'd like to start off by asking when did you get into comic books? And not necessarily like working, but you know, what was your first experience reading comics and what like hooked you at a, you know, was, were you a kid or were you like 25 or, you know, how did that all start? Yeah, quite soon being, being a kid in my house, there, I have an older brother that's seven years older and, and there are always been comic books in my house you know, um, aesthetics uh, and uh, like humor, Spanish comic books. And there, there always been a lot, and some superheroes. Like, I don't know, there were like ten, ten issues of um, Superman, Hulk, Hulk uh, Spider-Man, and I read them once and over again. And, <laughs> and th- those are like <laughs> are like. Don't know in, in my brain. I can't remember every page, every panel, and and then when I started uh, actually buying and reading regularly, uh, comic books was about the time that Jim Lee got in the X Men. Right, right. About, about that time, I started like buying and collecting and and reading by myself. You know, but I read like everything, not not only superheroes and you know, like 
Conan and European stuff and and manga, which which by that that time uh, started being published in Spain too. Uh, first with Akira and and other things like Dragon Ball and such. Mm-hmm. So like. I've, I've noticed there's a good there's a good bit of of mangas making its way into Europe. Uh, I know France is is super into mm. manga and anime, and it mm. feels like Spain as well. When I was uh, living in Japan, I got to interview Ken Nimura, who does mm-hmm. uh, you know more like indie stuff, but he's I think half half Spanish, and he was talking a lot about manga as well. So it's um it's really interesting to see that the crossover there did you have any favorite like manga series when you were growing up yeah well dragon ball for me is like incredible uh, growing up uh, i remember seeing the Matsinger Matsinger uh, anime mm-hmm. and that that was like <laughs> shocking to me. I, I couldn't believe it. It was re- really, really strong in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. But then um, Dragon Ball and and when Dragon Ball started being published in in Spain, it was incredible. And uh, that was it mm, took me into into creating into into the publishing world. Because uh, I made um, uh, a parody of Dragon Ball. Oh, really? W- w- with a friend, yeah. And that yeah, we we did it just for fun, and, and some people saw it, and it, it got published in Spain. And <laughs> from the night to, to the next day, it was like a super hit. It it was incredible. Yeah, that's what got me. Got me here. Oh, really? That's a, that's a nice segue. Uh, what was mm. the what was the title of this parody? A Dragon Fall. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pre- pretty straightforward. It was like I don't know the the names were just slightly altered, and and we we just went through the Dragon Ball storyline and, and and make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Dragon Ball character? Well, I mean, this has got to be some Goku. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All Vegeta is also kind of has that cool, you know, the, the body like Wolverine in the X Men. He's the right, right. He's the bad guy. He's also sort of good bad stuff. And I, I never thought about that. He's kind of a Wolverine sort of a figure. Some similarities there, for sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But, you know, Son Goku is... He's, <laughs> he's great. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, um, there's like very two different faces of Dragon Ball in the beginning. It's all fun and crazy right, stuff. Right. And in the beginning, he's just an idiot. <laughs> he's just, he doesn't understand nothing. He doesn't care. He just goes around punching. But he's a good guy. He, he has a good heart. And that's all. Right, right. Yeah, that series makes a big turn when it, it jumps into Z. It's, a, it's all about mm. fighting from then on. 
definitely. Yeah, that video game plot. Yeah, the next, the next guy beating the next guy. Yeah, more, exactly. Stronger and stronger. So, how did you? To, to be perfectly honest, it, you know, doing a little bit of research before we're talking, I couldn't find a whole lot on you. Uh, I've, I've got some titles here, but the, the earliest thing I can see you working on, at uh, mm-hmm. least big name, is uh, Batgirl Year One. Is that mm-hmm. was that your your biggest like bit, first big project, or was there something before that? Yeah, my, that's that's the first big thing. I did a couple of things before I, with Kano. I I made something for a small press which doesn't longer exist, and I made a couple issues with Pasquale Ferry, mm-hmm. and then a couple issues with Marcos Martin too. But right. then right away with Marcos Martin, he he got the Bad Girl Year One gig, and he, he wanted me as an inker, and and that's yeah, it was pretty fast. I know I, I'm a fan of that book, but I think Dan is even more uh, a fan of, of Batgirl Year One. He's the one that recommended it to me. Yes. Really? Um, yeah, because I, I just really enjoyed cause it. Because when I first saw it, I not, never really read any um, Marcus Martin sort of artwork. Mm. And it just it just seemed so different to everything that was happening around the time at DC. So I was mm. just drawn to it. And I'm just intrigued. I'm just intrigued. I'm just. Um, if that's like your first big gig, I'm quite impressed that that's how you sort of stepped into like Western um, American comic books with like a series that, if I remember correctly, was quite universally acclaimed <laughs> in all in, in, in all ways. And um, yeah, it's a, it, I, I I love it because visually it's such a beautiful book. <laughs> so um, yeah. I was quite. I, was, I don't know. I was kind of like, "Wow, um, you've done." Because when I was looking through everything that you've done, I was like, "There's so much that you managed to um, sort of." You've done like when it comes to Marvel, you seem to have done every major character um, at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I'm more. Inter- I'm just interested. Was it when you when you first stepped into um, doing something like Batgirl Year One? Was it was it an easy process? Because obviously, if you already knew. Um, Marcos, like before you did Batgirl, um, was it just an easy, simple transition from what you were doing beforehand to like doing a, a mini series on a de- on a deadline in that sense? Hmm. Well, it was mm, it was easy in in uh, you you know we, we're friends. Uh, I'm friends with Marcos. I'm friends with uh, Kano. I was friends with all of them before I started working with them. Mm-hmm. That makes things easy. We were living in the same city, and and with Marcos I had done, as I said, a, a couple issues, and and then we we started working in Bad Girl Year On. We we did some talking and about. The, the finishing it was somehow different to the to the previous two books we did, but uh, um, it's easy also in the sense that Marcos is is, uh, is an incredible artist. He's been <laughs> the whole time he's been working, you know, starting with, with but Girl Year One, starting at that level is is incredible, and he provides uh, some pencils that. Or you know, it's just like a dream. I just went over the pencils. It was 
I don't know. There was nothing difficult about it. It was everything there. I just had fun. <laughs> it was just just so much fun, and like a dream project, as you said, just starting with that project is incredible. With a fantastic mini series, a fantastic script, uh, knowing what happens from beginning to end, from the beginning, and with. Uh, Marcos as the penciler, which does not only make beautiful pictures but uh, narrates the the story in, in such a beautiful way, and having Javier Rodriguez as as the colorist too, yes, it's just such a round book. It was fantastic, a, a dream project to to begin. Um, I've um. I'm interested to know out of if you could if you could just um, remember like what was your sort of favorite sequence in that book to like ink and help sort of bring to life because um, there's lots of amazing moments in that book that are, um, from just simple character interactions to like fights in fire and such forth. So I was just wondering if you've got like a standout moment from that piece of work. How mm, oh, you got me there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, it's, it's been a, quite a long time since I haven't lived through that book. Uh, no, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I often tend to remember more the, the the pages that are difficult for some reason. And those those where where I get stuck and and can seem to finish. These are the ones who stay in, in the memory, and and some things, sometimes with the motorbikes and, and this kind of stuff is, it's kind of tricky. I remember that being difficult, but uh, happy with the results. I don't know. I'm, I, I like it all. Inside the cave was particularly beautiful, maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't not trying to uh, uh, surprise you, but uh, it's just one of our, our, our favorite books, so it's, it's good to talk to you about. Um, you worked with, with Marcos on Batgirl, and yeah. looking at, over some of your other early work, it, it seems like you and Marcos did a, a number of projects together. So was he sort of your, your main you know, partner in your early career, or was it just sort of... Mm you know, uh, random that you had a number of things together? No, no, no. I, he, he, uh, I started getting, started working in, in, in the United States with, with Marcos. He, he, yeah, as I said, I, I had made a, I was making an assistant of uh, Pascual Ferry and he had a couple of issues, but it was with Marcos that, that we got the Bakker Year One, and after that, we made a bridge, and and I also started inking his uh, Doctor Strange right. uh, book, the old, but I only did the, the first issue because I think that about that time I was also inking uh, David Lopez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, but yeah, yeah, it was with Marcos where I get I started getting steady work as an inker. 
Did you, uh, you said that you guys lived in the same city. Did you mm -hmm. know him personally through like, uh, I don't know, same art school or, or, or like mutual friends? Or was it sort of random that you happened to be living in the same city? Yeah, sort of random. You know, I'm from a small city in, in the north of Spain, in the Basque Country. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and as I told you, I, I started making that parody, that Dragon Ball parody, right. which started getting published. And the minute I, I had some money in my pocket, I ran away from, <laughs> from there. <laughs> too cold, too, too much rain. I, and I went to Barcelona. And mm -hmm. started living in Barcelona where the, this part of this uh, publisher were. Gotcha. And th there I met with everyone, with, with uh, such an incredible generation of Spanish artists. I, I met Pascual Ferry, I met Cano, I met Germán García, Javier Rodríguez, Marcos Martín, Javier Pulido, mm. uh, all, all these people. Incredible. And I I made friends with them, uh, you know, sort of been in the same city, in the same circles. We got to, to know each other, but, and we just clicked. And, and time after that, I started, they started uh, getting work as artists. And for some reason, they, <laughs> they wanted me to ink them. Oh, I think for good reason. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it looks like, you know, from from the small amount of research I was able to do, that you did some early DC stuff, but then maybe when Marcos started to do the Oath, you moved over and worked a lot more with with Marvel. Um, I'm seeing you doing like Wolverine and the X Men, mm. Doctor Strange, obviously. Uh, you did some Avengers stuff. I'm seeing uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, uh, you know, Spider Woman, of course, which was uh, really critically acclaimed. Do you have a, you know, we'll get to Exiles in a minute, but do you have a, a favorite project, uh, you know, uh, after the Oath or something you really enjoyed working on? No. Well, I, I was, as you said, with David Lopez, uh, we made like 30 issues of Catwoman. We were a long time in right, right. making that. And. And then I, I went to, because I started in Marvel with, with Marcos, but I stayed in DC with, uh, with David Lopez. And it was with him that I went back to Marvel mm -hmm. with uh, uh, New Coast Avengers and, and all that. And, and yeah, after that, I came with Javier Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like the <laughs> favorite. I don't know. I I just treasure every because it was different phases. Now when I was working with Marcos or with Cano, I I also made some things with Cano. And the time I was with David Lopez, we made a number of projects. I don't know. I uh, these these things stay in my mind more. Like the time I spent working with my friends, with this guy or this other guy, more than or 
that book was really special. Gotcha. And, uh, it's, it's just uh, the time I was working with I love. Um, uh, I remember those because we talk, we, we're friends. We uh, most of the people I think we, we were friends before we worked together. Mm -hmm. So I, I've most of the time I've been working with friends. So so it's kind of special in, in this way. Yeah, yeah, that must be fun. Huh. I, I I mentioned uh, a minute ago that that's you know Spider Woman is another great run. Um, yeah, we 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 love that that artwork as well. But I also wanted to shout out the uh, the Hobgoblin book that you were on the the Axis Mini because that was also really gorgeous. Mm. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that went a little under the radar, didn't it? Because we made a couple of uh, annuals, uh, Spider-Man annuals, mm -hmm. before we did that, and then the Hobgoblin. Yeah, yeah, we we had fun with, with this one. Yeah, yeah. cause Javier was coloring it, wasn't he? It's it's Javier's colors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's you know with Javier we've had such good luck with our colorists, and we had um, Jordi Belair and Chris O'Hara and Monza Vicente. We had some great colorists. But you know when Javier colors himself is crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I I can't believe it. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah we love. Uh, I think Dan can speak to this a little bit better than I can. But the color work in Exiles has been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Pretty much across across the board, it's been lovely. Um, but um, it's interesting that you because you, you for some reason I never really. Um, think oh the people that are working together are friends. Um, mm. I just feel like it's like a, like a job. So um, talk about like uh, before we talk about exiles, talk about like the process of creation. Has it been as it as it's friends? Has it been like mm. a um, have you had had a moment where you haven't worked with anyone you literally haven't known? And um, is it different working with people you've known for a while? To, like sort of say you've done a project with someone you're not too familiar with mm, is it like yeah it's it's different it's it's very different but no i can say it's worse or better it's just more detached oh yeah i wasn't, I wasn't asking i wasn't mm. asking like a, a dirty question of is it better to work with friends or <laughs> no i was more like um <laughs> is the process like do you have like um shorthand with with um like Marcos or, or, or David, where you like, of like work on a, you like on the same wavelength, so you instantly mm. sort of tap mm. a need. Um, I was just wondering if, if if it's that kind of difference where you don't need, to, um, you kind of just know instinctively know how to like work with them as opposed to say, or is it just are you just um just get the job done no matter what? <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because working with friends, it's, uh, it's so easy because I know them, I, I know who they are, I know what they like, they know what I like, and um, we talk and, and we we start working together in something and, and we talk about it and we, uh, we talk about how, how the artist does it, wanted to look and 
on where what I can do and what I can do and and there's a lot of communication that that's really exciting but you know when there's some I guess uh, a gig when when they send me pages from someone in, in this it, that's that's exciting too because I know nothing there's the pencils and and I just have to make it flourish you know I can go wild there have been most of the time I work with people I didn't really know there wasn't really much feedback to begin with mm -hmm. so I just was given liberty when the the editor who gave me job knew, knew my work and and, and that's and you are uh, I used to do what I can do and I was most of the time given the liberty to to just do my part which is great that must be, that must be quite like freeing in a sense because um for, mm. for some for some of our listeners um they may not um sort of they may take for granted inking mm. um as, as a process and I was just wondering if you'd you'd, you'd, you'd break it down for the listeners of like a typical like page of of how that process works from when it when you get it to when you send it off um like just like is is there like what time frames are they is is it just a simple because like you said you just you seem to be able to just go not crazy but go with it and have fun with it which is always a great idea so I was mm. wondering for our listeners if you could um elaborate sort of a, a simple sort of day in the life of Vaninka there you go um <laughs> that helps? Well, it's it's so different from from artist to to artist because there, there are really tired artists, and and sometimes you get more more rough pencils, and then again, when I'm for example working with Javier, is is also fluid. Is we call it inking, but it's slightly different because I make something. Uh, I make things that may not be in the department of thinking, more like an assistant in in manga, in manga creation. It's more, more different. And now, because when I started uh, inking, I I got um, the the actual the paper pages, the the penciler have mm -hmm. penciled, and you know I got that in the mail. I ink the 20 pages and then send them back again, and now I, I, we, we do it all on the computer. So that changes a lot of, of the process too. But, uh, you know, all in all, I get, nowadays I get the file with the pencils, and, well, it's just depending on the artist, but, no, you you know that there's homework too. Uh, you uh, I, ideally you don't get a job and you just start doing right away. And, and if there's a rush job, there's no you have to do it. But but ideally you you start with time and you do your homework, you research, you you look, you read what you have to read and look. Um, for inspiration and, and, and to know what you're going to do. But when you start working, 
I don't know. I just <laughs> now no, this is very technical. I, I get the file. I I prep the panels if the pencilers has not, and and I get on with my layers and <laughs> I don't know. I start inking and delaying and messing up with the layers. I don't know, it's hard to explain. <laughs> no, no problem. Worse. Yeah. Is there a complicated process? Yeah, yeah. As an inker, is there something you're focused on on highlighting or, or making sure is clear? Uh, in, in you know when it becomes your turn, or does that also depend on the artist? Yeah, sure. It depends very much on on the artist. Well, what I have to make sure that everything looks good and that you know you can see everything in the page and that that must be my my first objective that you can see you look at the page and and you can see everything and and it's clear and mm-hmm. and the eye doesn't get distracted and and you can follow the the page and the, you know the points of the narrative. You can see this thing goes there and gets in there. But that, that that being the main issue, everything else depends so much on the on the penciler. Or right, there are pencilers where I, I might be thinking of the illumination, the shadows, or you know, and pencilers which give it all all that is all there so so I don't have to think about it at all interesting it's, it's, it's about equilibrium mm-hmm. most of all is you know it must be look nice of course <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the important part um do you have do you have any like personal like rit- you know when you start your work do you have any personal rituals like do you just like slam on some music get like a a glass of um, I don't know, whatever, and just chill and do your work. Or do you, do you have like a, a strict routine? Or because when I do when I do paper like actual work, paperwork and stuff, like that, I I have to have something to distract me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just get bored and stop doing stuff. Um, so I just wondering if you have any like specific thing you do while you sit down and. Um... Mm, well, the when. It depends. Um, sometimes, when it's when it's something that I don't have to think to to say, I I like to listen to radio, to podcasts like yours. To yeah. I have an anime in another screen, uh, whatever. But there there are times when when I need to focus and mm-hmm. and, and then I don't listen to anything or. Mm, you know, those times I, I don't listen to, to anything. And nowadays I I try I try to have a, a schedule. That's and, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, because I have you, you know when I lived alone, um, my main problem was. Uh, you need to get up from the chair now, because otherwise you you just sit there all day long, and 
and your bag starts killing you, your wrist, and you don't move. So, so some time ago, I just had to, um, for example, I, I listened to an album, and I had like 60 minutes, 90 minutes um, time zones, so I could wake up and just <laughs> walk <laughs> for <laughs> one minute and look out the window to rest my eyes and, and to rest the body. Uh, but now I can seem to to have so much time to work, so, so I, I work uh, when I can. <laughs> now no, my main problem is, is getting 60 minutes of, of uninterrupted work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know because it's like a, a big machine I I start working and it's slow slow but it, I, I start getting speed and when I've been working for 40 50 minutes and that, that's when it, it all gets going fast You're like uh, yeah your engine gets warmed up and you're steaming along yeah. yeah yeah like you're getting some right mm. Mm. and then, that, that's why when you have nothing that distracts you 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 have to search search for the other things something that uh, cuts your your song because if not you, you were going like six hours uninterruptedly yeah just doing it doing doing it like, like a machine mm-hmm. because you're enjoying you're in song you, you're 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 enjoying a lot and, and the result is good so you don't want to get out and that, that is bad for your body so, so right <laughs> so, <laughs> now and then so moving on to, to exiles how did you get involved with uh, that project well I, I've been working with uh, Javier uh, for some time now and, and it's like the, the next project they asked to do and uh, he wanted me into so so I was in and all right that's simple and easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was um, after you were brought on how was it working with that team um, especially since Javier is, is doing his own color work here uh, was it a lot more communication than normal uh, had you worked with uh, uh, Saladin before, or or no? I I, I want to say no. So was that also like a unique experience? Was it different? Did you have like a, a group chat at the start to say this is what the book is going to be about and blah blah blah, or was it more of a two way conversation between you and Javier on on how you wanted the art to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't get in the group chat with uh, the editors or the writer mostly. It's just Javier who gets in that part and then he gets back to me and and tells me, you know, the, the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, we we talk, we we chat before we start a project and well, we chat regularly. Even if we don't have a project or book to 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 do that. We started, yeah, talking about the book and why, what 
what we wanted to do with it mm-hmm. and, and what, yeah, you know, pretty much like, you know, every project we we get ready, he he's very methodic and he, he absorbs everything. He reads uh, a lot of books and, and when, when he starts a project, he spends a lot of time just getting there, you know, getting <laughs> just like Daniel De Luis, maybe <laughs> he <laughs> he gets in, in in the character, in the character, and he gets in the book. He he absorbs all the information he he can about the the book and the characters and and everything. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we we spend some time before. Uh, starting the the actual pages and there's there's some time they're you know, talking and looking at things and, and talking you know what what do we want to where, where do we want to go with the book mm-hmm. is there a lot of you know th- this character has this personality so I wanted him or her to look this way or is it mm-hmm. more of a as a whole, I want this book to have this sort of feel to it. Mm, we go into particulars because, you know, as Saladin, in this case, in the Exiles book, Saladin was very particular about the characters. Mm-hmm. He he had a very clear vision of, of how he wanted to look. Some of them, he, he was, you know, playing... He wanted to to he wanted her to to look like like she's you know she's pink but right. <laughs> somehow she wanted to resemble the her Bahamas right. uh, heritage mm-hmm. and she wanted to then that it somehow to be portrayed and and you know a, a lot of things from other characters so yeah I know, Javier. He, he he shares that information with me, and we talk about that uh, how he wants to do, and mm-hmm. and there's there, there's also a lot of talk about what 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 are we doing with this book? Why why not not why? Well, what where do we want to go with this book? What, what is the strong point? Right. What what how do we want it to look? Um, how 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 are we going to do it and how do we want the readers to feel about this book right um, you, you know because you know, we try to to remember what it was like to be you know in 16 and going to to the shop and, and finding the necessity of of your dear series we wanted we want to to give the readers that sensation mm-hmm yeah, no, I, I get that. That's really interesting. I think, um, as as you mentioned, uh, Saladin wanted certain characters look a certain way, and I think it's something mm. we picked up on uh, right away. I, and we're really appreciative of, for example, Blink really having that her heritage being shown. Where previously, you know, mm. her series she was very much just a almost like an alien with, I don't know, long, I don't know, white people hair and. It, mm. But but she was pink. Um, but mm. sort of embracing the, the cultural heritage in this book was really really nice. 
I think the other thing that, that we really enjoyed, and maybe we just imagined it, but uh, it, it felt like for each character, for each world they came from, the art style was slightly different to reflect you know, their world. Was that also something you guys talked about? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. You know, in in the first two issues, where where they introduced the, the characters, mm-hmm. yeah, we wanted to to give all of them a, a very particular personality, and 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 they come from different worlds. From they're so different; they represent so different things that we wanted that to be very very clear and and, and yeah uh, I know I'm happy that it 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 reads that way that you know you know like uh, uh, in, I don't laugh in in that future is all clean and mm-hmm. rectangular and you, you know it's you, you would try it and, and with can it was so dirty and, and great and uh, we we wanted that way yeah and it's so satisfying knowing that <laughs> it gets oh yeah through. and it's not at least for us it, it it didn't feel like it was only the first introductory issues but even mm. when they were together they still felt mm. slightly different uh, you know even as a group you could felt like the inking and the coloring for Iron Lad was slightly different than what we got for Blink or what we got for Little Wolvie as well. Mm. Well, Wolvie, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it stands out. Of course. Of course. Yeah, but everywhere we wanted to, like in the Pirates issue too, we wanted to... You know, I'm, we're drawing pirates and and the sea and those ships and and I, I know I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. It's it, it reads that way. That's not like 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 the thing you saw before. You saw a car and then you saw an ancient ship. That that ancient ship has uh, some some special. Thing about it is is special, so mm-hmm. and it, it looks different and it is a different story. Yeah, we're happy and and then I don't know everything's it's so so much fun. This, this <laughs> book was so much fun, you know, because you're going to so much different places and, and mm-hmm. as you said, we try to Javier that's a fantastic world for portraying all that and. The, when one of my favorite moments when um, a Captain America, Agent Carter, so sad is that that it looks so different to all all the worlds we've seen before. Mm-hmm. That dark Second World War. There's so much dark and so is such. There's some hopelessness about this. All all these. Uh, story oh, with her, with uh, with the war and bombers, is is really dark, and I loved it. Yeah, we loved we loved uh, your version of, of Captain America. Um, 
so so much. We were we were so excited when she appeared along with Becky, and when you guys mm. brought her back, that was also you know we were super psyched about that as well. I think mm. when, when we normally you know review issues we go on and on and on about the artwork so i think we could just like talk about this book forever and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna hand the, the mic over to dan because he's more of the the art inclined of the two of us but i just wanted to uh mention uh, you you had brought up the, the pirate ship uh issues and there's there's one issue that has the two-page spread of like a giant battle and you've got juggernaut as the ship and Everyone's moving from like left to right. It was so mind mind boggling how you guys came up with that. I just wanted you know my my compliments because that was a, a gorgeous pay, uh, spread. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much because it was hell thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Javier all the time. It felt like one month <laughs> doing that. That was straight page. No, but you know, you, you know, you're doing something special. So, mm -hmm. so you, so, um, I was having it. So, yeah, so long. It took so long, but but you know, yeah, yeah. I, I knew it was going to be worth it, and uh, and yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank thank you so much. It's yeah. appreciated. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was definitely worth it for sure. Dan, do you have any yeah, like but... standout uh, moments from the book, or, or any art questions you want to ask? Well, it's it's more like um, I, it's hard to say this is stand like a standout moment because the book has so many complex but really enjoyable pages, and I didn't even think because like you kind of take for granted the, sometimes the art on the page where you're just blown away by like the visual spectacle of that massive juggernaut boat smashing into things, and you think and then when you're saying it's really difficult, you like. Oh, I feel so bad. So, so sorry for you, because like there's some pages in some of some of the issues where it's so much going on in one one, and I'm like, you're gonna have to ink. You must have had to ink every tiny person in every corner of every page, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I can, I can see how that would be like. Damn it! But no, um, it is a, such a unique looking book, and um, like the way you guys visually tell the story is probably the standout part of it and the reason why I think um, me and Georgie sort of gravitated towards just falling in love with it because it there's not there's nothing on the stands like it and I, I, I fully appreciate all the time and effort you put in you guys put into like making one of my favorite looking books of the past couple of years so um, but my, my actual question uh, about the art isn't per se like anything specific it's more like what was your favorite sort of sequence and that you can think of jumping out that um was just really satisfying to draw like was there anything that just was like you know when you're getting the ideas in you saw um hippie namor and like pirates uh, arabian nights where you just at one point where you're like are, are, are we going crazy or, or is this just all brilliant stuff and like you know did you just enjoy going to all the, the the mad little places that they decided to go on well, well the i think well first of all let me say because i i was uh, a little uh, about that double pirate ship double spread i was <laughs> complaining a bit that 
I don't know if you have seen Manben from Naoki Urasawa. It's a series of, um, you know, Naoki Urasawa, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a series of uh, documentary where he interviews other artists, uh, other manga artists, and, and so is their process. And he, he, I don't know if he says it in the beginning of every chapter, but he, he says quite a lot. It's, it's like the... The, the horrible thing of the manga artist is you spend so much time, so much time, so much time drawing a page, thinking about the page and drawing it and inking it and working on it. And the reader just goes. <laughs> 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 but that's how it is. And, and that's how it has to be. You, you, the reader has to go through the page and, and can't wait to turn the page because he wants to see what's next. And that's the name of the game. You have to run through the pages because that's when you're enjoying it. If you get lost, if you're reading a comic book and, and, and you get lost and, and spend 10 minutes in a page, you're not reading that book. So, so don't feel bad. <laughs> Read the book and enjoy it and, and read it in, in one go. And then afterward, if you want, go a second time and, and enjoy the little things. But the best thing is, is going through them fast. And, and what you say, the, my favorite scene, I, well, I think that issue number nine is mind-blowing. I, from beginning to end, what, what Javier did there, in, narratively, using not one single panel, standard panel, mm-hmm. making a whole book just of pages, you know, the, the storytelling, I think it's, it's amazing. And how he pulled that off, I still don't know. That's the first uh, Arabian Nights issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I was... Mind blown, page page after page. I, I, I was seeing what what he was sending, and I man, you're you're kicking out the park. <laughs> it's incredible, incredible. I'm I'm still in awe. <laughs> I don't know how he did. And there are a few pages in. I don't know if it's out yet. Number twelve is in number twelve, isn't it? No, it's not out it's yet. Up. Mm. There are a few pages there I like quite a lot, the, the center ones. Oh, we're looking well, forward you, to that, for sure. Yeah, you can you can um, li- listen out intently to see if we pick up on the ones that you like. Um, <laughs> um, but um, mm. talking about favorite things, um, who, who out of the team of Exiles, who was your favorite to ink and who is you generally your favorite character in the book? The favorite thing I'd say it was Valkyrie. I don't know. I like like everything about her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such powerful image. It's so good and so the image and, and the character is is it's every, every time it's so powerful and so straightforward and. and and moving forward, and it's, it has a lot of energy, and I enjoy, yeah, every panel of her. Nice. Was there a, yeah. 
Is she also your favorite character? Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. I have to say she's because Wolby. I love Wolby, but how how do I say it? It's he, he plays a small part, right? Maybe he's he's great in the sense that. Mm, He's like the, the moral compass. He's always right. He's he's so naive. Mm-hmm. He in the, the fact that that he's a cartoon character and that he's naive and he's flat. He's he's there's only one side of him. Right. He's flat. There's he's like this, <laughs> and it's simple. Mm-hmm. That, but that enables him to be so perfect. You know he's right. He's he's lovable. He's good. He loves his friends. He loves everyone. He does good. He intends no evil. He, he and that makes him an awesome character. But you know maybe Valkyrie is more be more human, be more complicated. It makes her a little more you know complete character. Right, right. I think we described Wolvie as, as the heart of the team, uh, mm. but but yeah, he is. He's really effective in, in small doses, but but very effective when he when he's on screen. Um, mm. As as someone who was a huge fan of Thor Ragnarok, I was really happy to see, uh, you know, a character kind of inspired from that movie uh, be in this book. So that was really cool. Uh, I think we both uh, liked Valkyrie a whole lot as well. Definitely, she's awesome. She's I like her bravado. Like she's got like good good swagger. Yeah. <laughs> Was there a favorite like uh, I don't know villain uh, for you from this book as well, or or like odd character, or uh, you know something really stands out for you for for these twelve issues? Uh, I mean, obviously you you. Uh, had a little break in the middle, but from all the issues you were on, is there a favorite, you know, villain or or you know, big moment? Mm, maybe the 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 issue five, the closure of the first arc, uh, the can mm-hmm. you know because because Javier is coloring it. Uh, that that issue too, <laughs> it's, it's incredible how he burns. He, uh, I, I love the way he looks. Mm-hmm. How visually, how how is you know these these purples and these flames. Visually, I, I love him. Oh yeah, Kang in this issue was crazy looking in, in the best way possible. Mm. We we also um, it was kind of interesting for us because as we were reading. You know this new series. We're also reading the old series, and to see some of the sort of the beats sync up was was quite mm. interesting. For example, the old series you had uh, Sabretooth appear with his his Weapon X team, and then uh, in in this new book, Khan reappears with her you know Weapon mm. X kind of team. To see that link up, was there? Do you know? Did you? 
were you involved with coming up with any of those story beats or like, hey, I read this part in Exiles, it'd be cool to have that? Or was there any sort of talk about the old book with with you and Javier or or you less involved with, with all this planning? No, I, I wasn't involved in, in all this. You know, I think I think that goes between the the writer and the editors. I think mm-hmm. they they plan. Yeah, they. Yeah, Javier also may, may have some part in, in some things, but you know, I, I'm not. I'm not part of it. Okay. Dan, do you have any more sort of art questions from from the book? Um, <clears throat> it's really. Um, I feel like because like we've. Um, I don't think I have any more like specific art questions for the book because I think um, the art sort of, um, for want of a better word, speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, from what you've already described of her, is it? It seems like the process was a really good like symbiosis of y- your like styles, and you managed to like just bash out such such image after image. And issue issue nine is is an amazing book because I remember because um, it, it's not Doctor Strange but the Doctor Strange character in that with his, his cape turning into panels right around, mm. around and like the arch the, the, the archways and just the general sort of um, the way that the skill that you guys have to um, make um, the reader's eyes like run around the page it's just mm. um I don't know, it just feels like you guys just have a real solid instinct on how people should read. And I I, I agree that with you that a book should be easily read and you could just like flip through it and want to read the page. But like we always say to our listeners, we implore them to go back and read it because I could spend hours looking at your guys' artwork and just enjoy every little tiny bit. Um, There's so the many... First, like, things you miss that first read and then you go back like wait a second that laser blast has a word in it wait a second who's that character <laughs> in the background like there's so much wonderful details in there mm. yeah yeah it's it's you know even if if no one really sees twice uh, we, we have fun i have fun putting <laughs> all that detail and and you know when when the guy's doing it have fun. I think it shows, and and That's I think yeah, I think that you know all, all those small things. Yeah, there's always someone who goes back in and says, "Hey, what's that?" <laughs> there in, in the back of the panel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, um, I have a I have a um, small question about inspiration. Um, as it as as you got given the the um, job on Excel, did you? ever go back and read the original Exiles or even flick through it just to see if there's anything in there that you could sort of be like, oh, well, maybe I'll, I'll throw some in, sort of like a style-wise. Mm, no, in, in this case, I must confess, I have not read the, the original <gasps> series. <laughs> so thank you guys for doing this podcast. So I'm, <laughs> I'm reading it with you. Oh, great. We're saving. We are, we are saving. We're, I'm glad that you're reading along with it. Um, 
Have you had a, that? That makes me another question then. Have you had a particularly favourite issue of the old Exiles so far? Um, if you, if you, if you could remember any of them. I keep asking the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't really say. No, I, no. To be honest, I don't blame you if you can't remember them because. <laughs> Nostalgia for me and Georgie has <laughs> probably tinted up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Going, going back to them hasn't been, well, you've had, it hasn't been the most wondrous of time. <laughs> so, but that, but that also leads, go leads ahead. On to, sorry, Georgie, cut you in. That also leads on to, are you, if you're reading Exiles reviews, are you reading Excalibur reviews as well? Yeah, um, I had read Excalibur uh, when I. Cut. When I started uh, buying comics, I think it was about the time that um, Alan Davis came back to the series as a writer too. Mm-hmm. Oh, writer good time. Yes. So I, my, my first contact with Scully World was that part of the series, and then I went back uh, to to read the, the beginning too. But to be honest, I. I only read the, the Alan Davis uh, books. I mean, those are the best ones to read. Uh, I mean, he's he's amazing. He's <laughs> he's mind blowing. Yeah. I, I, you know, the, the, there are some some artists that are called artists artists. Uh, right. You know, artists that most artists like like you know Alex Toth or Steve Root. Are, are some guys that artists used to like a lot, and Alan Davis, he's he's just he makes it look so easy. He's, <laughs> he's he has such control of of everything in in, in the panel. I, I, I think visually, um, Alan Davis's issues um, almost sort of. Speak to the same stylistic qualities of your exile issues with like the ability to totally hammer and like portray a story through beautiful like fluid visuals. I think both your books, both those books, are, are similar in that sense, and that's why they're both unbelievably strong and two of my favorite things. Um, so that's quite the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> And uh, well, uh, he had to deal with. Uh, I, I don't know if he got the dialogues in the script or, or the dialogues were added later. But man, uh, <laughs> is there text in those pages? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> so many panels and, and so much dialogue. Sometimes, it, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's. You can get a little rough because you're saying something, you're seeing what happens, but what is happening, and and the dialogues, you know, you you see someone getting a bottle and drinking, and the dialogue says, "I'm getting a bottle, I'm drinking." It. Yeah, it's sometimes, oh come on, <laughs> no need to say it in words. Right. That is a bad habit, clever hands. Um, that, that is something we really so, enjoyed about your Exiles run, and, and we talk about it sometimes. But 
<clears throat> the synthesis between writer and, and artist and how the writer for Exiles lets you guys tell the story visually as much as possible and how that makes for, for mm. a better read. So you guys, your, your teamwork on this book has been great. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. That, that all goes to Saladin and Javier, how how they, they they've talked and and they, you know, you you got to go through these things and and um, it's a teamwork and and you have to tell the the other guy what what you want to do and what you can do and what you think will will make the work better and and, and yeah, I think they. They collaborated and, and had a great result. Uh, you know, as a result of collaborating, not, not just doing each one of them doing his job. And you know, it's the end of the day, I get paid, and that's all. But <laughs> we're, we're working very hard to to make something that stands out and that is, you know, we're all pros here and. Is I don't know. We're not here just to to get the money around because honestly, <laughs> there's not so much money to to run, and we, we we are here because we love it. We love comics. Mm -hmm. We we love every aspect of them, and, and we we have our pride, and we want to make a a, a beautiful world. We want everybody to read it, and we want everybody to enjoy it. And everyone, every book you you see when you enter this, the comic book shop is full of people that has given it all. Mm -hmm. and, and well, I'm in the same. I'm so happy. I think it's we made some great books out there. Definitely. I think we only have a, a few more, few more questions for you here. I think one and maybe. This is more between Javier and Saladin, but um, when you there's there's a couple issues in the middle uh, where where Rod Reyes came in to do uh, two issues, and then one was it Kisara who did eight? I don't remember who that was again. Um, but Kinone. yeah, 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 Kinones. Is, is <clears throat> was there any talk between you know you and Javier and and these like uh, guest artists on how you wanted the book to look, or was that were you not involved in that? No, I wasn't involved in that, and I don't think Javier was. I think that's the the editor's part. Um, I think I think maybe the artist can can say, "Hey, I think if there are feelings, I think this guy could could do a great job." But in, in, no, I don't think the, there was like any consulting or anything. It was the the, the editor's. Choice, they great gotcha. choice. Did you what did you, what did you think of the Rod Reyes pages? Because we thought, I know, style wise was very different, but also really mm. really fit what you guys were doing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. Well, you, you know, I often think that there are not um, Eisner or Harvey Awards for editors, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. They make a, a lot of you know, that that goes unnoticed and and. Putting artist types together to to create books and, and making up creative scenes and, and mixing them in uh, in the same book is sometimes you know maybe taking risks because 
the, the art styles are very different, but I think they, they all work perfectly for the book, and, and that's, that's one hell of a decent job, if you ask me. Uh, cool. Um, the other, maybe my last question is, is there a project or a character you'd really like to work on moving forward? Is there like, I definitely need to draw, you know, Wolverine for his solo book for however many issues or, oh, I need to do Guardians or is there something you, or is it, I need Superman, you know, is there something you really want to work on? Mm. No, thinking, continuing working with Javier, uh, I thinking of his abilities. I would love if he had a Fantastic Four or Thor. I, I think. Oh yeah, th those two books. I think he needs to, to make those those books. And yeah, we could really see you guys on a Fantastic Four book. Yeah. I think it would fit him so perfectly. He would do such a great job yeah. doing that. And, you know, in general, you know, I started buying books, superhero books, with the X-Men, so Wolverine or, or the X-Men would be a, a good place to be for me. Cool. Hmm. I, I want to start, like, a petition to get Javier on Fantastic Four because I think that would be the most <laughs> sound, astounding run of Fantastic Four issues that we'll see anytime soon. Um, my, my question my question's slightly cheeky because it's kind of mm -hmm. like asking you for spoilers. But um, is there another project you're working on with Javier, or have you got something lined up, or is it all hush hush and you can't say a word? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, we're already working on our next project, but we can say a word. <laughs> no, no, I think. Could we know, do? There's... Could you drop drop like a, 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 a an associative item where we could maybe try and guess the outcome of what that could be, or is it totally no? Wait until we find out from other people. <sighs> I'm, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I could blow it up. <laughs> is there a is there a color that that you would say it stands out in the next book? <laughs> Give us something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Something. Uh, everything. Okay. <laughs> then the, the next book is going to be everything. Awesome. Well, we're we're happy to hear you guys are are working together on something. Um, <laughs> on everything. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you guys are a great team, so it's it's. Uh, I'm happy to hear that. You know, we, we were really sad to learn that Exiles was ending, and I think uh, mm. Saladin had said that you know this book was kind of on borrowed time from the beginning. Um, I have no idea what the uh, the sales are for the book, but obviously it wasn't super high if if it's not continuing, mm. but. We're really happy for every issue you guys put out. It's been uh, one one hell of a book. Thank you. I'm I'm equally happy to to have been given the opportunity to 
to you know spend all this time with these characters and these adventures and all these different worlds and it was so much fun and I'm so happy people have fun reading it yes um thank you for letting us join you on your adventure through the everyverse um <laughs> the exile and i'm i'm so excited to see what you do next so I'm going to just be like obsessively waiting for information. Yeah. <laughs> you, you had mentioned, you know, it would be nice if, if you guys were on a Thor book. And that has been one of my favorite books uh, in the last, I don't know, eight years. Whenever um, Aaron started writing that, he's had amazing artists on there. And it, it would be kind of fitting if you guys jumped on, on a Thor book, at least for a couple issues as well. Because you guys could do some, some fun stuff with that. Yeah, I would love it. Yeah. All right. Well, is there any anything you want to plug? Is there anything you want to? Is there anything that that you are working on that's you know you own that you can talk about, or anything you want to give a hint on? Plug. Mm, well, it's it's nothing. Mind that. If I can give a plug, I, I, w I would like to talk about Panel Syndicate. Do you know Panel Syndicate, guys? Yeah. yeah. It's where um, yeah, it's Marcos Martins, where he publishes his books lately. Right. And, and I think it's, it's such an incredible idea that I want it so, to success so much because it's a, a pay, what, pay what you want. Right. Um, um, business system and you just go to the maybe if you say it all our listeners <laughs> can go easily that you go to the website and there are a lot of books now there right. there is a book from david lopez too and albert montes and and a, a couple of miniseries from marcos himself Mm -hmm. and and it's just amazing you, you just go there you you see you see what's there and you read the book and and you decide what what you want to pay uh, i i want it so to succeed so much i think it's an incredible idea and, and i wanted to everyone to know about it yeah it's a it's a great system did that start with um oh what's the book it's it's like formatted private, private eye yeah private eye yeah yeah which is a super interesting it's book as well. It's, it's incredible. It's fantastic. Yeah. I've and, been... And, Go ahead. No, no. And, and then they want to continue with the barrier, which is also mm -hmm. incredible. Right. I've been a, a huge uh, Ken Nimura fan ever since uh, I read... Uh, was it I mm. Kill Giants? And he's got, a, he's got a book on there too called Umami, which is... Yeah. Very much up in his style, which is a lot of fun as well. Yes, it's just fun, fun, yeah. food and fun. Exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. incredible. I, the, the only thing I, I that makes me because it's black, black and white, you know, and I see the covers and they're so beautiful in color. But you know, it's it's what it is, and it's it's beautiful in its mm -hmm. own way. Well, we've really uh, enjoyed chatting with you. Uh, I think we could go on and on because we just we love Exile so much, and we're just so thrilled that 
for for one, you listening to the show, and two, for coming on and speaking to us about the book. It's been it's been a blast. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having. Me. It's been it's it's been a pleasure. Yeah, um, and a joy. Where yeah, it's such a yeah. I say that the beginning is such a. Like I'm, I've been listening to you guys, and, and now it's like I'm. <laughs> I don't know, it's, <laughs> like I'm it's, listening, it's, it's, now, I, talking, and you talk back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's fun listening to um, your stories of um, how you created the book, and um, like <laughs> now that I'm every time I'm going to see that juggernaut panel, I'm just going to think of um, you uh, stressing <laughs> out over the juggernaut panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so thank you. Yeah, please take care of your back. I know that that might be an issue, so don't uh, don't get yourself injured, please. We want yeah, more yeah. of your artwork. I'll, I'll try to remember to stretch now and then. <laughs> well, uh, Alvaro, thank you so so much. We really appreciate it, um, and uh, we're looking forward to issue twelve. It'll be sort of a bittersweet ending. I'm I'm certain we'll we'll love the book, but be sad that it. It's over, uh, but uh, we're, we're looking mm. forward to whatever you you have uh, coming out in the future. Um, if, you know, if any any fans want to, you know, give you a shout out or or uh, you know maybe a compliment, how how can they reach you? Uh, well, they can reach me on Twitter. Um, my uh, could you say my name tag? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to say anything in English. How how would it sound in English? Oh, so your name? Um, just yeah, just your Twitter name is yeah. His Twitter name to sort of to give a little background. Uh, Alvaro, you're in Japan right now, yeah? Oh yes, yes. I'm living in Japan. I, I I'm married to a Japanese woman, and and we moved here recently. We were living in Spain, and, and last year we we moved here to Japan. So your your Twitter handle is is very Japanese, um, <laughs> so it's it's Bakadori San. So why did you uh, pick that name, and, and what exactly does that mean? Well, it means stupid bird, Mister <laughs> Stupid Bird. <laughs> and uh, but uh, Bakadori is also um, a second reading for Ahobori. Which is albatros, I mm -hmm. think, which kind of resembles to Alvaro. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I'm still this old. So, how has it been? I, I, like, I don't want to keep you, but how has it? Uh, how has it been living in Japan? Have you adapted? Is it? Are you having fun? Is it challenging? This well, is challenging in some way, but uh, you know, I, <laughs> I I work at home and mm -hmm. I don't get out much. So, so this it's been, you know, it's not really different <laughs> to everywhere else. And but yeah, the language, of course, uh, the language barrier. I've been studying and practicing for many years now, but you know, I've, I can I can have a conversation if the other person 
talks to me slowly. Right, and, right. And, and put some effort. And but again, you know, in a normal conversation between people, I get lost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. It takes some time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep trying. Then you know there are things, many things, so different uh, to how they are in Spain. But mm, then again, uh, many of the, of those things are things that I respect mm-hmm. and and that I like about their culture and how how they how they conform a, a society. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's there's some things that are, uh, oh, come on, do I have to do this? <laughs> 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 but, but, you know, I'm in here. That's how it is. Cool. Well, uh, once again, uh, thanks for everything. And uh, you can, as uh, Alvaro mentioned, you can uh, find them on Twitter, at uh, Bakadori-san, which, uh, if you want to spell it out, is uh, B-A-K-A-D-O-R-I-S-A-N. Um, and, uh, you know, give them a shout-out. Tell them how much you, you appreciate x uh just like we do. And uh, see me how much you love me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, cheers. Thanks so much. And, Dan, how can uh, they, they find us? Um, Excalibros one is our Twitter handle, and you can get all the information about us through that. And I still, you can still put us into Google, and we'll still turn up, which is the best way, um, easy way. We're easy to get hold of, so that's okay. That's good. We meant Excalibros is unique, is a unique word. So we're also on uh, Spotify now. We uh, made that jump, so hooray for that! I don't know if anyone's listened yet, but we're there. Spotify, that's, 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 we're getting there. We're, we're going to conquer every airwave. It's fine. So, Dan, um, you know, this is sort of a special issue, a uh, special episode. But uh, moving forward, we're going to be talking, obviously, the end of Exiles. Uh, we'll have more Excalibur. And we're also probably going to hammer out uh, our, our third book moving forward. Uh, we'll probably have an announcement next time on... Uh, Gen X and, and what we will or won't be doing exactly with that book. So um, please look forward to that. And uh, thank you all so much. Yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been awesome. All right. And thank, thank you so much for being on, on, the, on with us. And I hope to talk to you again, even though it won't be about Exiles. So <laughs> we'll just get you on again about anything. I don't care. Um, yeah, if you ever feel like uh, coming on to talk about your next project whenever, whenever you can. Uh, we'd love to yeah. have you. Thank you. Oh, of course, of course. It's been it's been so much fun. And yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I'll be happy to to be to talk to you again, guys. And I'm and I'm excited about uh, Gen X. Oh. I, I I want to 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 listen to. I want to read again and, and listen to you guys talk about it. Um, you know, I was so mad you didn't bring it. so 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 mad. That you didn't bring a champion for uh, the Arthur Adams book you reviewed. The, which book? The, the Arthur Adams. Art the Adams Mojo. Book. Oh, oh, you're angry. You're angry. We didn't like uh, 
the the Mojo Mayhem book. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you didn't bring a champion for it. You know, everything you guys said was was right, but but uh, we needed a balance. We needed a balance. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I, I wanted some balance there because no, I. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember now um, the Wolverine podcast uh, host. Uh, Jason? Who, uh, Jason, Jason. He said at the beginning, I hate Mojo, I hate the, yeah. the <laughs> ex-kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we weren't uh, the hugest fans of that book. Um, mm -hmm. not, nothing against the creators. It just didn't work for us, unfortunately. Yeah, no, 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 nothing that you said was, was wrong. I, I agree with everything, but I, I have some something with that book. I, I like that book. And I, ah, come on, come on, <laughs> <laughs> give it some loving. <laughs> well, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's okay. I, as I said, I'm excited to to read again Gen X with you guys. Yeah, we're we're huge yeah. uh, Bacalo fans as well, so it'll be good to see mm -hmm. his early stuff uh, again. It's nice. an interesting, interesting ride because um, Gen X goes through a hell of a lot of changes um, in its run. So, for sure, it should be fun. Alrighty, well, once again, I feel like we've said you know goodbye and then continued on maybe four or five times now. But uh, it, it's been a blast. Thank you so much, Alvaro, and uh, everyone out there. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.